0: What's the secret, Meg? You just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Hello and welcome to The Establishing Shot, a podcast where we do deep dives into directors and their filmographies. I am excited uh, today to be on uh, here on with you on episode 14 of the show, um, our 14th ever show, which is also the wrap up of our Wes Anderson series, our first ever series on the show. And uh, yeah, uh, this is really kind of um, a bittersweet episode for me personally. Uh, I was excited to uh, jump into this podcast, uh, get things going, and uh, to have uh, my beginning, uh, our start, our kickoff to this uh, Endeavor be with Wes Anderson has just been uh, a real delight and really uh, exciting and fun for me. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of bittersweet. It's it's bitter because I'm leaving uh, Wes Anderson and all of his movies behind and uh, moving forward. But it's also uh, exciting because uh, I, you know, wrapping up my first series on this podcast with, uh, with you, uh, my listeners so far. And uh, thank you so much uh, for listening, uh, for uh, tuning in to... Uh, listen to me uh, talk. I'm not um, some movie scholar. Uh, I'm just sort of a guy who really loves movies and really loves digging into uh, what makes uh, movies tick. And so uh, maybe you're you're like me and just love movies and thinking about them and digging into what makes them work. So just thank you so much for, for tuning in, for listening to the show. Um, I'd like to just start off by asking uh, you you faithful listeners uh, to our 14 episodes so far to uh, take some time after you listen to this episode to go on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, leave a quick review. Uh, Even if you don't really listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, it's just super helpful um, if you go on there and, and leave a little rating and a review. Uh, helps the visibility of the podcast a ton. Um, and then um, on Spotify, uh, it really helps if you go and leave a, a star rating too. Even if you don't listen on Spotify, um, just go in uh, and leave me a little star rating. Uh, I think you have to like listen to an episode. I think you can just kind of scrub through an episode on Spotify before you, you, you're you allowed to rate it. But that would just be a huge help to me. It just takes a minute of your time. Um, and so that would be super helpful. Uh, and I like to share the reviews when the reviews come in. So I'll give you a shout out um, on social media and in the next episode. And uh, so, yeah, I just really appreciate it. And then uh, if you've been enjoying the show so far, um, please consider uh, supporting the show. Uh, I uh, have an option through uh, Supercast to uh Yeah, to to have some paid uh, subscriptions to the show Uh, that helps me improve the podcast, um, improve uh, my equipment and, you know, be able to get um, books and uh, and extra feature uh, movie discs and stuff like that um, so that I can make the show better. Helps me keep the website running, this uh, this podcast feed going, and that's they that would be super helpful. And I like to do a few extra things for you too. If you're a subscriber, I have different p- tiers uh, you can go to and um, subscribe to, and um, and support the show starting at five dollars a month. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it just helps me, and um, you'll get early episodes. Um, and, uh, and I hope to get some other stuff going for people who support the show in that way to, um, like a discord channel and stuff like that. So that would be just really helpful if you would, uh, do that for me. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, leave those reviews and ratings on Spotify and Apple. And if you really love the show and, uh, have a little bit of extra monthly money, um, maybe, um, your, uh, Wanting, you're kind of cutting off some extra Starbucks coffees or wherever you get coffee. Uh, just consider supporting the show. Um, and I would, I would just greatly appreciate it. Um, it would mean the world to me. So, uh, but yeah, I am Eli Price and this is The Establishing Shot. And we are closing out our Wes Anderson series with a bit of an epilogue. Um, this is not going to be a long show. Um... You know, I'm sure if you are a faithful listener, you know that uh, most of my shows, um, me and my guests follow uh, tons of bunny trails talking about these films and Wes Anderson and um, doing our movie drafts, which is so fun. And, uh, you know, I don't have a guest today. Uh, I'm just going to share a few things uh, that really um, through I'm going to kind of start off with sharing a few things to kind of close out the West series, things that I've learned, um, about, you know, Wes and his films specifically, um, some threads that kind of run through all of his films and then, uh, just, uh, maybe a thing or two about what I've just learned about this endeavor, uh, so far of watching through, um, a filmography of a director, um, from start to end. And so, um, that's what we've got on the docket for today. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, we're going to jump right in. So when I started this series, um, you know, we started with an overview episode and we talked a lot in that episode um, about Wes's background. Um, but we, we spent a lot of time talking about um, his technique and his themes that uh, that we see throughout his films. And you know, after watching through all of his movies again, and then, you know, Asteroid City uh, for the first time, his latest film, um, which I hope you enjoyed the episode last week on that. Uh, there's been some things that have really stuck out to me about Wes Anderson and his films. Uh, so one of the, the major things uh, that I really have just seen and that we've talked about a lot uh, throughout these episodes is just the fact that Wes seems to really care about his characters um you know he he's notorious for kind of pushing off the idea that a character is based on a single person or himself um you know and and that's fair you know he bases his characters off of a lot of different things ideas and people he's known multiple people you know Friends and family, or whatever, and um. But what sticks out is not so much who his characters are, or even necessarily what his characters are like, um. But more, it's more to me the, I guess the the detail that he puts into him, um, and where he takes his characters, and always he ends up. Taking his characters to a place where they, uh, in some way or another, learn to kind of love who they are um, and kind of come to terms with who they are. And really, uh, other people, too. Um, the, the other characters in these little worlds that Wes creates, uh, they always come to this point where they are more accepting of these other people that they're in these worlds with, they're, these other characters. And um, so and then the parallel to that is just what I've heard over and over again, watching uh, featurettes of these movies with the cast and the crew um, and just these people talking about how much Wes, uh, you know, loves them and what they bring to the table, how much um, he really spends time, you know, th- with them and bringing them together. And so, you know, Wes really cares about people And that comes out in how much he cares about his characters. Uh, And, you know, his characters are also like unique and they have their own little quirks. um, And they're, you know, they're on flaws. You know, all of his characters are so have such huge flaws in different ways. But what's really amazing to me and really it brings a huge wave of grace into his films is just the care that he has for his characters. He loves, you know, people and what make people unique. And that comes through in the way he treats his characters and the way where he takes his characters in his films. Uh, you know, you think about someone like uh, Mr. Fox in uh, in Fantastic Mr. Fox and, you know, uh, Royal Tenenbaum and uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Characters like Max Fisher and Rushmore, uh, Steve Zisu and The Life Aquatic, um, even uh, you know more recently um, a character like uh, Augie uh, in Asteroid City or the actor that plays him uh, in the movie. You think about all these characters, um, especially characters that are kind of the, the main character or, or a front and center character. They all have these huge flaws, but at the end of the movie, um, Wes cares about the characters so much that you end up in a place where you see their flaws, you see them for who they are, but you have this empathy and this grace for that character uh, that you maybe didn't have when you started off. And uh, I just think that's a beautiful thing about about his films and uh, and what he does for his characters. Um, yeah, it, that's one of my favorite things that I've I've seen about Wes and learned about Wes. And I think um, something that comes out of that, too, um, is less about his films, but more about the way he goes about making his films. Uh, over and over again, I've run into interviews and uh, with both Wes and his crew and cast, and uh, they always talk about how intimate of an experience it is. Uh, they know when they're, they show up, they're going to be staying with the cast and the crew all together. Uh, they're going to have dinner together. They're going to um, show up to the set ready to go. Uh, they, they're not going off into trailers. Um, they're not, uh, you know, leaving when they show up. It's, it's kind of like movie making camp, you know uh, you know, even Wes talked about in an interview uh people breaking out guitars uh after dinner and singing songs and uh man what that shows me is just how important it is to make art and create in community uh wes creates these little worlds uh, for his characters in his films but he also creates these little intimate worlds um on his sets and while he's shooting uh, for his cast and crew, um that to me is is just uh, an amazing thing. It's something that i I personally don't hear a lot about a ton of directors. um you know a a, a lot of you know well known well accomplished directors um it it feels like you know they're very like, let's get the job done, that sort of thing. And I think that's sort of changing a little bit. You, you start to see more and more directors being more personable, but Wes has been doing this for a while. And I just love that um, idea of making art in community or creating in community, uh, creating a space where people um, are comfortable, where they, uh, they know that they can be who they are and that they'll be accepted for that um, and allowed to, within that space, uh, be free to be creative, um, to, uh, to express in that uh, artistic way um, that they're made to express themselves. And so that's just something that, um, that I love about Wes Anderson and uh, just the way he goes about making films, just the, the making art in community and creating in community. And it's something that I think um, has inspired me uh to uh to really like work on building a you know community in my life to work on um this and in- podcast endeavor to just keep keep moving forward and keep bringing on guests returning and new guests and creating this community of people that love to talk about movies um, and dig into movies and learn from them and learn with each other about uh, movies uh, and so um, and then just, you know, uh, yeah, just that idea of creating in community, um, whether you're creating something like artistic or just creating relationships. Um, I, I just, that's something that I'm, I've kind of taken away from, um, this series, uh, on Wes Anderson. And, uh, yeah, I think, um, one of the other big things, um, that I, I really has stood out to me about Wes Anderson and his filmmaking is just, uh, I guess this thread of reconciliation. Um, you know, I talked already about how all of his characters have these flaws and sometimes they're minor, sometimes they're major flaws. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of them, you know, <laughs> you think about Steve Zisu and that guy is all over the place, but, there's these moments of reconciliation um, at, at the end of pretty much every Wes Anderson film um, where you have these characters that are flawed. Um, they're not just flawed in themselves, but they're flawed in the way they relate to each other. Um, you have these moments like, uh, you know, going back to, uh, to all the way to Bottle Rocket, you know, where Dignan's in jail and they're visiting him and they just have this moment where they've gone through this terrible experience with each other. And now, you know, they're, they're talking like they're brothers and friends again. Um, and they're kind of just accepting, you know, Dignan just like kind of screwed them over and over, but they know that about him and they still love him and accept him for who he is. Uh, you have that in Rushmore with Max at the the party after his play um, and all the people he's been um just duping and using um, kind of reconciling with each other and with Max and accepting max for for who he is. You have that with Steve Zisu um as they're they're approaching the Jaguar shark and uh, you know everyone sort of puts their hand on on Zisu's shoulder as he's experiencing this like uh, moment of just deep emotional whatever he's going through you know and people are they all these people that he's hurt in different ways are comforting him and it's this moment of reconciliation and um and you just get that through throughout all of his movies and i think um you know Part of it's it's reconciliation, but it's not something that the characters were necessarily seeking out. They were. You know, they were going about their lives. There's all kinds of brokenness going on between all these characters. But at the end of the day, somehow reconciliation finds them. Um, Reconciliation comes to them, brings them back together, shows them their own flaws and helps them to see and empathize with the other characters in the movie. Um, and that that's just another way that Wes is so graceful with his characters is allowing them to have these moments of reconciliation where they can come to terms with who they are and also um, come to terms with um, each other and accepting each other and loving each other despite the flaws. Um, and I, I think that really stands out in that, um, You know, that line that we talked about from uh, Asteroid City, uh, where uh, Jason Schwartzman's character, um, you know, well, he's Augie Steenbeck uh, in the Asteroid City uh, play. uh, But, you know, he steps out as the actor and has the conversation with Adrian Brody's director character. And, you know, he tells he's he's like, I don't get this play. I don't understand it still. Um, I don't know if I'm playing this character right. And uh Adrian Brody tells him well, the director, whatever the director's name is, tells him, you know, you're doing him right. You know, keep telling the story. You're you, you know, you're doing the character right because you're doing him. And he, you know, it's your role. Um, and that's just a beautiful moment that kind of is just it's a line that Shows what Wes has always been doing throughout all of his movies, showing his characters through their, this story that he's telling, um, that they are doing, they are being who they're supposed to be. Um, they are doing themselves right. Uh, accept who you are. Keep telling your story. Keep moving forward. Keep pushing forward. Um, and I, I just love that about Wes Anderson's films. Um. I, and I guess uh, maybe the last thing that um, I wanted to point out is more um, more in line with uh, the techniques that Wes uses and the aesthetic he creates in his films. Uh, he has this. Well, he you know he is known for these symmetrical and very like stylized, uh, you know. Ways that he makes his movies, this aesthetic that he has created, it's, you know, it's created TikTok trends where people are trying to recreate it. And um, it's very noticeable. It's very recognizable as Wes Anderson. And uh, it's, you know, it's that aesthetic that is very like storyboard-esque, dollhouse-esque, um, where he's creating these worlds that are kind of self-contained worlds um, whether it's the Tinnenbaum house or, uh, whether it's, you know, Asteroid City or, uh, you know, the train in Darjeeling, the Darjeeling Limited train, um, these little worlds that are kind of self contained that his characters, you know, are in and experiencing the world in. But also, it's this little world that you can, as a viewer, really kind of hold, um, At arm's length and really like examine. Um, It has so much detail and care put into it um, that you can, you know, you can really experience this world removed from it. Um, Some directors have a tendency to really try to push you into the world of the film um, where you feel like you're in it, um, you're experiencing their emotions. Um, As they're experiencing them, you're experiencing this world they're in as the characters are. And Wes Anderson is kind of the opposite. He wants you to remove yourself to know that you're watching a story, you're watching a film, and then to hold that at arm's length and examine it. And not just examine it. Um, it, That's, you know, that's not the end goal. That's the tool he gives you. Um, This aesthetic is a tool Um, So that you, as the viewer, can hold it out, look at it, examine it in detail, and get to know these characters in a more intimate way, um, perhaps, than if you were to be shoved into their perspective um, and their world. And, you know, perhaps that is um, subjective in what works for uh, you as a viewer um, of of a film. Uh, for me, it just, it works um, uh, to, to hold this world out, to examine it with, um, with Wes as he's showing it to you and showing the, you these characters acting within it. Um, and then to, um, you know, subversively through you being able to hold it out here and look at it um, to really get a sense of this small little intimate world, the characters and how they relate to each other Um, And then the empathy that you can build through that examination of this world and these characters in it. Um, I think everything about his aesthetic that he he uses and creates is is, you know, it works for that purpose. Um, You know, he's not just making these worlds, these, uh, you know, this quirky aesthetic just because he likes it, which is part of it. He likes making these worlds, and he says that over and over. There's a purpose behind it, um, and I think that's part of it um, is allowing you to experience it experience it in that way. Um, I don't, I don't know that I have a whole lot of other takeaways. You know, we've talked about a lot of stuff that you can take away from Wes and his films, um, but, um, but yeah, those. Those are some of the things that um, I really um, just stood out to me that are just threads throughout his whole filmography, um, stuff that's come up over and over again uh, that I wanted to bring out. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, I guess right now uh, we will take a quick break. When we come back, I will um, give a quick thought about just what I've learned from uh, this endeavor of going Uh, through this first series, uh, this first director filmography, um, uh, give a quick thought about that. And then I will be announcing um, our next series. So you want to stay tuned in um, so you don't miss that. You probably already guessed it from my tease from last week, but uh, I'm going to officially announce it. So uh, please uh, stay tuned in uh, to be able to hear that. But I will be back in just a minute. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on The Establishing Shot today. We hope you're enjoying the episode so far, and we hope you'll stick around for the segments we have coming up after this quick break. But uh, during this break, I wanted to tell you how you can get more involved with The Establishing Shot podcast. There are several ways you can do this. The main way you can do it is by going to EstablishingShotPod.com, our website where you can find all sorts of information like uh, episodes with the show notes on there, uh, information about our guests for each episode. You can find uh, reviews there. Uh, And uh, there's a page where you can actually leave a review on the website if you want to. You can see all the platforms where the podcast is available, like Apple, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms, and even uh, a link to our YouTube page where you can see a video version of the podcast. So uh, please go to the website. And uh, the place I want to highlight there is our donate page, uh, which has information about our establishing shot family. This is a way that you can subscribe to the podcast to support all the efforts and uh, the just the stuff that goes into making this podcast good and making it better than it even is now. We have different tiers that you can subscribe to uh, starting at $5 and what this will do is... You'll be able to support the podcast, help me make it better. And also at the same time, you'll get early and ad free episodes. You'll get access to our discord server where you can join in and just kind of talking about movies with a community that loves uh, film. And so we, we would love to have you in there. Uh, and then the higher up in the tiers you go, the more you get uh, even things like uh, chats and video chats that we'll do uh, every once in a while, where we get to talk about uh, in more detail stuff that we're talking about on the podcast. So I hope you'll subscribe to that. Uh, Choose a tier that fits uh, your budget. And uh, I would love for you to support the podcast in that way. And uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about uh, is where you can find us on social media. Uh, You can find me personally on Twitter at D Eli price. And you can also follow me on letterbox letterbox is kind of like a social media for movie reviews. So you can read my reviews there and you can find me there at just Eli price, you know, no, no spaces or anything. Uh, so I'm on Twitter and letterbox. You can find the podcast on all the uh, social pl- platforms as well, such as Twitter at Eshot Pod, And then on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at establishing Shot pod. So make sure to follow us so you don't miss anything. If you have uh, any questions or comments about the episode or about the podcast, you can always email us at establishingshotpod at gmail.com. And the very last thing I want to do before you get back into the episode today is just ask you to please go to Spotify and Apple and leave some ratings and reviews. That really helps the visibility of the podcast and gets it in more people's podcast feeds. And so we hope you will do that for us and we would greatly appreciate it. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and I will see you next time on the Establishing Shot Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the show. you know I am excited to be wrapping up this Wes Anderson series with you i uh I was thinking about uh not just you know what I took away from Wes specifically but what I've just taken uh, taken away um that I'll be able to move forward with in this endeavor um and hopefully you know you with me um as we're kind of doing this epilogue episode um. And I think the the really the the main thing that has stood out to me, and that just I hope that we can take and move forward as we continue to go through the filmographies of directors, um, is just the great appreciation you can gain um, if you really dig into um, a director and their films. You know, um, Wes Anderson is a director that I have. Loved from the beginning, from the first time I saw one of his films, um, you know, I really like dug what he was doing with um, with his work. And, um, you know, I have I had some films that I thought were were a little lesser films um, in his filmography that uh, through this work of research and digging into these movies and talking about them so much. Um, really like even the ones that I thought were lesser, I've grown to just love even more. Um, you know, I didn't dislike any of them coming in, but, uh, I've just grown to love these movies so much. And I was thinking about why that is, what, what is it about this endeavor that makes you appreciate even the lesser movies of a director's filmography? And I think it's just, uh, I think often in today's world, we uh, we have so much that is uh, the spoon fed and, you know, given to you quickly and, you know, not just like fast food. But I mean, we're scrolling through social media, we're getting, you know, 30 second funny reels on Instagram or on, you know, our TikTok videos. We're getting, um, you know, we have just information so quick. Uh, at our fingertips. And um, it's not so often, you know, that we really slow down. Um, And, you know, even in the film world, you know, you have so much content at your fingertips, uh, through streaming uh, services, and, um, you know, just, you know, ads and trailers and memes thrown at you on social media that it's not so often that we really slow down um, and really appreciate and dig into um, and meditate on uh, art. Um, And that's what film is. It's, it's art. It's not just something uh, to entertain. That's a part of it, obviously. Um, I mean, it's a movie they're entertaining, Uh, but it's, it's art. And um, I really think what this um, endeavor has taught me is uh, to, you know, moving forward um, of just appreciating and really like taking advantage of the opportunity to slow down um, with taking in content, Uh, not just like watch a movie and move on to the next, but watch it. Ask why things are happening in the way they are in the movie. Ask why it was made the way it was made. (laughs) Dig into how it was made. You know, watch the interviews, research. And that slowing down and taking in this content uh, at a slower pace, digging in, not just watching a Wes Anderson film, but, you know, just like really like diving into his films and who he is and why he does the things the way he does. Um, And then, you know, taking that movie by movie through their filmography. um, I just really think you're, we are gaining so much uh, by doing that, by taking this artist and really, you know, it's really what we're doing is studying. We, we just went through a, a, a filmography where we have studied Wes Anderson we've studied his films we've studied uh, who he is as a filmmaker um, and even a little bit as you know a person you know and so I just think that that endeavor of slowing down and not just like taking in the content but studying it together um, is just so enriching uh, and it's it's what art is made made for. It's made to meditate on and to think on and to appreciate in new ways every time you watch it or when you talk about it with others and hear different perspectives. Um, And uh, I just hope that that's something that you've noticed uh, if you've gone through this series with me. uh, And I hope that as you move forward, maybe if you didn't realize that, that as we move forward, uh, and go to, um, you know, more directors, our next uh, director series that you'll really like, take that time to appreciate the arts. Um, and I, I think what we will all find, uh, if we do that, is that even those films that maybe we don't like, or don't like as much by a director, um, even those films, even if we don't necessarily like them more. When we watch them going through a filmography like this, if we don't like them more, certainly we'll appreciate them more and the effort that went into it and, um, you know, be able to find those things about it that are, you know, beneficial, um, and, you know, things that we appreciate creatively about them. Um, and so, yeah, I just, that idea of just slowing down the content intake, and really, like, you know, working your way through uh, a director in their filmography, I, I think is just uh, a great takeaway that I've had uh, after this first series. That I hope to really like take that lesson from and not take for granted as I move forward into the next series. And uh, speaking of the next series, uh, I am going to go ahead and announce who uh, we are going to be going through and studying, uh, like I said, together in uh, my next director series. I already have a new film studies notebook. I've I've talked about the little film studies notebooks that um, George Argill or Argill or however you say his name, puts out on Amazon. Uh, great little uh, journal notebooks to... Um, to take notes in but i've i've already got mine for the next director i'm excited to start digging in um and i am going to throw up a drum roll our next director is going to be christopher nolan um you know christopher nolan is you know he's pretty well known as a director even more so than Wes Anderson making films like the Dark Knight trilogy, um, Inception, Interstellar. Uh, He is, um, you know, in Oppenheimer, uh, coming out uh, very recently uh, in theaters and being, you know, a huge success. I am excited to dig into Christopher Nolan because Christopher Nolan, for me, uh, is one of the first directors that really started to make me love film. I remember I was in college uh, and I watched The Prestige with a friend and I was just blown away um, at just everything about the movie. Um, I just loved it. And it was uh, one of those movies that for a long time was what I would say is my was my favorite movie, you know, that, that, question that people ask you and you have to have some answer to the prestige for a while was my answer for that. And, um, that was, you know, just because of Christopher Nolan and the way he went about making his films. And I'm really excited to, um, to really dig into his filmography. Um, I've, I've watched a lot of his films multiple times before, um, but I've never really dug into them. Like, like I've been talking about, uh, in this way, dug into the behind the scenes and uh, watched interviews with, with Nolan and stuff like that. So I'm super excited to dig into Christopher Nolan. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my notebook here, my film studies notebook. It's going to get start getting filled with notes uh, here pretty soon. Uh, and so I, uh, I'm excited to announce that. I will say this. Uh, I am not going to be doing uh, starting that series next week. Uh, I'm going to do um, a a short episode um, just kind of talking about a few more films that I've seen uh, from this uh, year, 2023, um, that I've loved and want to recommend. And then maybe even taking taking a minute to look forward to the movies that are coming out this fall, uh, things that I'm looking forward to uh, and, and hopefully putting some movies on your radar to look forward to as well. So that's what you have to look forward to for next week's episode, uh, which will be our 15th episode. But, uh, you know, after that, uh, hopefully at some point we will get our Wes, our, we just finished Wes Anderson. <laughs> so not Wes Anderson. Um, we will be uh, saying uh, au revoir to Wes. Um, and we will be picking up our Christopher Nolan series here soon. I am super excited, pumped, uh, to start digging in. Um, got my uh, uh, Criterion Collection disc of uh, following his first film in the mail the other day. Uh, and yeah, so I hope you are excited, uh, just as excited as I am to, to start this next series. Um, I hope you uh, study along with me and, uh, and learn a lot and uh, just have a good time talking about these movies. I've had so much fun uh, making this podcast, uh, getting it off the ground. Wes Anderson was such a fun and exciting choice um, for us to begin with, and uh, I hope you are looking forward to starting the Christopher Nolan series with me. I'm looking forward to enjoying it with you. And with uh, guests, I'll be having some new guests on for this next series. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, until then, uh, I have been Eli Price, and this has been the Establishing Shot podcast. I will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Establishing Shot today. We hope you enjoyed the episode and got a lot out of it. Make sure before you go to like and subscribe uh, on all your podcast platforms and especially on Spotify and Apple. If you could leave a rating and review, that would greatly help the visibility of the podcast and I would greatly appreciate it. Again, if you go to establishingshotpod.com, you can find out all you need to know about the show, where to find us on the social media platforms, where to find us podcast wise, YouTube. Uh, And you can even leave a voicemail there on the website on the right side of your screen. So click that if you want to give a comment or ask a question about the show. uh, Just feel free to leave a voicemail. We'd be happy to feature that on the show. And also if you just want to email rather than leave a voicemail, you can email us at establishingshotpod at gmail.com. And we would be happy to answer your question there or feature a question or comment on the show if it pertains to uh, the episodes. So please do that. And we would love for you to join the Establishing Shot family. You can again find where to do that on the donate page at establishingshotpod.com. We hope you have a great week and we look forward to seeing you again next time. happy here for a little while but look i figure it this way better to be king for a night than schmuck for a lifetime